Hello, Ernest here. First off, a special thank you to our amazing Patreon.com patrons. Audra, Lois, Jane, Nora, Reginard, Michael, Kobe, Ostrodama, Evelyn, Kayla, Sarah, Joe, Jill, Kevin, Mary, Karen, Jennifer, Jenna, Anna, Diane, Susie, Stephanie, Erica, Terry, and our forever first, Trisha. Our Patreon lovelies get access to our bonus episodes where Patricia, Nalen, and I talk about other things we're interested in, like Warren stories, Next in Fashion, Bo and Yang, and Jordan Peele's movie Nope. Our most recent episodes over there is our culmination of our conversations about the Netflix series, Warren Stories, where all three of us share a Warren story of our own. Nalan shares a story about Bear Ware in San Francisco. Patricia throws back to a grade school assignment in Portugal. And I share a myth I kind of created that originates in Iberville Parish, Louisiana. So join us over there to listen to us take on our own Warren Stories. Your generous support helps out with our production costs, and we hugely appreciate you for that. Another way you can support the podcast is by telling your friends and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps more people to find the show and join our amazing group of Project Runway fans. All right, speaking of Project Runway, let's get to it. Studio 54. Did you go? God, yeah. Really? Did you see Diane Furstenberg as much as they said she was there? All of those people, Halston, Donna Ross, mm-hmm. Leslie Nelly. Did you get your Halston job there? No. Yeah. I got it in the balcony, third row. What? Hello, all you lovely listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I'm Ernest, and for me, Ugly clothing is ugly clothing. You know, just, it doesn't matter when I was born. And I'm Nayland, and I'm two sad girls in a cult. <laughs> I just, man, the best dunking on the <laughs> runway by Nina Garcia. Wonderful. Mm, <laughs> you know, we, and it's kind of like, you know, would you just dress like you are a sad girl in a cult just to get that reaction from Nina. It's fun either way. You know, it's the opposite of humiliation. It's actually just interesting. Oh my God. <laughs> I love it. Um, welcome back, Nayland. So good Hi. to see you. Great to see you. Yeah. Um, How have you been? Yeah, you know, I've just been out here. And, you know, and it's just so funny because I didn't say this off podcast, but I, I meant to say this. And also, uh, hello, lovely listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you did say it's, that. It's been, I have I have said that, but I, I specifically wanted to say that. Um, so so we've been um, gone for a bit, but also the last time I recorded with Patricia, it was during one of Serena Williams' tennis matches. Mm, and so I yes. wasn't watching it, but... I was looking at the score and uh, I was in Rochester. And so then that next week I went down and just kind of spent as much time as I could as, at the U S open as possible. Um, she was already out of the tournament, but I'll just say at a good old time, just oh, good. at, you know, Disneyland for tennis fans. It's great. 
So. Well, I'm sure you saw more fashion there than we saw on this episode this week. Ooh, sick burn. Ooh. Sick burn, And I kind of did, you know, like. Season nine is rough. You know, and you. It's, it's a rough season. It is really, you know, and, and again, like shout out to our listeners who have written into us. Um, it's kind of a consensus that this is sort of like a blah, blah season. Um, and speaking of writing into us, you can send us your thoughts to us on Gmail yeah. in the workroom at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Um, we do have a, a really long listener um, re- response to the whole season that we're kind of holding on to and we're letting incubate. But listener, you know who you Ooh. are and you are right. We agree with you so far. <laughs> and so if if you're another listener out there who are just like, you know, I've got I got some some thoughts on this and and I'm also unplus or nonplussed by mm. the fashions, then let us know. <laughs> Witchery loves company, so so yeah. join us in our in our um discussion of this season. Which okay. I and I've been saying this consistently. I like I totally misremembered who had gone home. Me too. Like, like I don't, I did not remember who was still around and who has gone home. The fact that Bert is still around on this episode is floors me. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, even, you know, and we're down to I think this is seven designers, so it's a tiny yes. amount, but it still feels like uh, <laughs> we could lose some more people before it gets real tight. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so let's. Yeah, they are. They are like a, a pathetic little group, <laughs> um, on the uh, you know s- huddled by the runway at this point. I know, I, and that's a thing, you know, because and I, I, you know, I don't know how often this happens on Project Runway, but when we start the episode, it's right after the last one, because it was mm-hmm. it was kind of rough going for all of them, but it also is a part of that season or we're at that phase of the season where they're all kind of like, Oh my God, is it going to be terrible from now on? It's like, yes, right. It's going to be really hard and terrible. You're in the thick of it. You're in that phase and uh, you all survive menswear, but you have no idea what's going to happen next. You're going to have to swim across East river or run a marathon or do some like mm. some other weird thing to get clothes. I don't know. I mean, we've already had, we've, we've already had the track challenge <laughs> exactly. and everything else. I, oh, yeah, I have to now. say, speaking about speaking of sticking around, mm-hmm. um, I, I thought that you both did an admirable job <laughs> with, um, with last week's episode which is one of my favorite um, uh, Project Runway episodes mm. ever. Yes. Like my friend Catherine and I, hi to Catherine, um, just like would just sit around and say to each other, oh, that's so, they're so fat. They're so fat. Uh, oh, I can't. Uh, it's so, they're so fat. I mean, Oliver, God bless you, but yeah. like that was some, like you have some <laughs> problems uh, with um, with the non-anorectic, it feels like. And, yeah. Um, and that was an amazing um, culture clash for um, 
the Sheepdogs, who it turns out have uh, just released an album, June of this year. Yeah, for very those recently. of you, who, for those of you who thought they were cursed to obscurity, <laughs> they've actually gone on and won Juno awards and released. I think it's like they've released like twelve albums, all in all. Yeah. Um, and the thing I was just. Um, sharing this with Ernest, the thing that is like delightful about their Wikipedia page is that it contains absolutely no mention of Project <laughs> Runway. <laughs> and I said, good for them. That is probably um, a, a really great professional move on their part mm-hmm. <laughs> to not remind us of this thing happening. Like, you know, that's what we're yeah. doing, but. They don't have to. Going strong, going strong yeah. for, you know, 11 years. They're probably one of the most successful artists to come out of Project Runway. Could you know? Come out of Saskatoon, for yeah, sure. exactly. You know, representing. Yes. So. Um, so God bless them. Yeah. So um, one thing that we do pick up on this time around as we, as we get into the episode is that Victor is kind of over it with Josh Totally. Um, like uh, Josh's um, search for inspiration mm-hmm. that seems to often um, lead to the work of his fellow designers. Yep. Yep. I mean, because so we had the fringe incident mm-hmm. where Joshua goes fringe around gate. and it's like, oh, oh, fringe. Okay. Actually, let me make fringe on mine, but I'm going to mm-hmm. put, I'm going to frame them as sleeves or shape them into sleeves. It's kind of like Josh will take these ideas from Victor, but will use them in such ugly ways. And it's almost mm-hmm. like it's annoying. Um, it's not uh, threatening yet, but it's annoying. It's it's, it's annoying. Mm-hmm. And Victor, and because when we we, we um, meet the designers or catch up with the designers, I should say, in Atlas, it's at night, so they've already had their elimination. And mm-hmm. Victor um, is getting laurels from the roomies because he's he's won twice. Joshua already is is the first designer to have won twice, so he's mm-hmm. sort of on his high horse. Probably thought he should have won, of course, because he always thinks he should win. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of conceding to Victor, but in a, like a really condescending way. And he's being so reasonable and saying things that are just like. I will say not hypocritical at all. You know, not it won't mm-hmm. show up at all later on in the episode as something that will, uh, you know, uh, reflect back in any kind of hypocritical way. Because right. he's commenting on it's like, oh, you know, isn't it funny when people say that I've not, I haven't done menswear, or I've never worn menswear, or you know, I wasn't born menswear, so I don't know how to make stuff. It's like, oh, I mean, listen, clothing is clothing, excuses, excuses, right. and so it's like he's having this sort of talk up where he's like i'm i'm the the wise winner of the season mm-hmm. and i'm going to welcome you into my velvet circle um or velvet room or velvet roped room of mm-hmm. the double winner and it also in a way of like putting victor in his place as mm-hmm. well i'll just say so um so victor so and and so while they're talking about this, they're also kind of talking about like, oh, this you know, this is really hard now. And and Victor, we see in a talking head, is like, I'm not worried about this getting harder. I'm just worried about it getting nasty because mm-hmm. <laughs> Victor can do anything, as you know, we've seen over and over and over again. Yes, like yeah, the way he works is perfect for the show. 
Yeah, and so. Victor has already sorted out his hookup, his his thruple from from two weeks ago. So <laughs> yeah, so I hope that they're everything else from here is gravy. Happily ever after, <laughs> you know. Anyway, but on to Parsons with Heidi to get a clue. Of course, we're not going to mm-hmm. get the full challenge from Heidi. Um, but she says, like, we're down to seven designers and the competition is just getting harder and harder. Is anyone surprised that they're still here? And no one says a word until Bert's like, what? I mean, I can't pretend. Like, I right. mean, what? Like, what am I doing here? <laughs> so mm-hmm. so um, the clue basically is that you need to look to the past for inspiration. And then she sends them back to the workroom to get details from Tim mm-hmm. and who's need- accompanied by Heidi Stepford sales sales director yes. for, for Piper Live. Okay. So this is Heather Archibald mm. and she's got, she's got the kind of like these wide eyes that I become automatically suspicious of, which is probably wrong because I do know perfectly nice people who look like this. Mm-hmm. But when I first meet them and I'm just like, are, are you like, are you trying to look from left to right without looking left to right? Are mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. Are, are you, are you trying to like murder something? I, I don't know. Are you like, wait, just, they're just too hypervigilant and it's jarring. Yes. And anyway, did you, did you um, ever see the Stepford wives? Yes, I did. So were they white the- eyes? I don't remember that that detail though. I'm, There's again, like, I'm uh, towards detail. the end of the original, like when Catherine Ross stumbles across the um, the sketches that have been made of her to come up with her when they're going to make like the robot replica of her. Yeah. It's there's all of these sketches of her eyes, and they're all like wow. a little bit bigger than than her regular eyes. So yeah. I just I you mean, know, what is that? I mean, Heather Archibald. What is that, Heather? Totally a name that was Ooh. not invented by a computer. <laughs> I mean, so so Tim tells them their challenge. He's like, oh, for this challenge, the winning design will be put into production and sold on Piperline.com. So immediately they mm-hmm. get the prize. Um, and then Heather's eyes, you know, they may scare me, but I'm, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm not the only one. I feel like she's also killing these lines. She saw this script. And took a took like a, a saw or a knife and like whatever. Even despite me being afraid of her face, I think she's probably one of the best line readers we've had so far as a guest. Mm-hmm. And so she goes like, one of the things we know about our Piperline customer is that she loves trends. And so <laughs> one of the trends we're totally obsessed for this fall. I mean, like Tim, like who isn't right? Like I see your mm-hmm. face and I see like. Um, you call my ad lib, right, Tim? Like she like weeks at him. Like I, I saw the script, but then I took it and I twisted a little bit because I'm a profesh. And she's like, I mean, um, can this be a challenge? Like who's a challenge? Like who's like the best challenge reader? Is like me or Tim? Anyway, because Tim gave gave her a look and like, oh, okay, who is this? Anyway, the challenge is to revive the '70s. So right. they want them to make a sophisticated '70s look, which is like. A nightmare for these designers because we just <laughs> finished that and it was terrible. Right. It was it was awful. Right. So anyway, we but- just had an incredible demonstration that these designers have no idea. They no 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 clue. Like yeah, maybe, maybe like one of them, like one or yeah. two, have a clue. But we also get. 
I will say our own history lesson of the 70s in the form of photographs. <laughs> in the form of four <laughs> photographs. It's that so are continually like yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean the depth. Um anyway, so there's there's like some words thrown around like empowered, sophisticated woman, strong and feminine, and they also get a dossier. AKA wide legged pants. Yeah, wide legged pants, layerings, browns, belts, loose clothing. I mean, um, you could do, I, I mean, as we know, there's there's 10,000 different ways this could go. Yeah. But, like, um, you know, why is there no picture here of the Annie Hall look? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, yes. the, like, Diane Keaton, the, you know, um, one of the most influential... Mm-hmm. looks of the entire decade. Yeah, yeah. You know, why is um, Diane von Furstenberg not the judge of this episode? I mean, right? is she a Piper Lime girl? Do we hear about a rap dress? No. <laughs> um, why, why is there not a photo of, like, a Soul Train line? Yeah, no, there are no black people like, like, in the 70s, Neeland. What are you talking about? It's, <laughs> it's just, it is so demented to me, like, what they pick. I know, and it's it's kind of like, you know, these are, like, yeah, they're very shallow and very and, and non-specific in a way that's just like, this is what you, again, this is what they're projecting is... Uh, stylish or something that is worthy of some type of update or the closest we can get to sophistication. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Um, but I mean, you could go really Holly hobby. That was really big in the 70s. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could get, you know? man, it could get really fun. Like I kind of think about even um, uh, like the uh, like the Carol Burnett show, for instance, or mm-hmm. those types of colors, or even kind of, you know, um, yeah, just just like a wide range of things that might have been helpful, and also a wide range of colors. Mm-hmm. But this is this is a Piper Lime uh, um, challenge in 2011, unfortunately. Right, <laughs> and so- and. Piper line is is anything if it's anything it's inexact. Yes. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. like <laughs> we know our we know if we know one thing about our customer, we know they love trends. Yes. You know, which means that they love the stuff that we put on sale. Exactly. You know, once they once we slash the prices after it's been up for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And basically, you know, like whatever we tell them, like that's what they love. Yeah. Anyway, so um so Tim also points out that they had some issues last challenge um, in that this is not supposed to be literal, whatever that means. It's supposed to be sophisticated and updated. Bird asks a question about prints and scale, mm-hmm. which I thought was helpful. And Heather's like, prints are strong, but larger scale resonates better, you know, on like a two-dimensional experience. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, all right. Um, which I thought was really interesting to kind of like, because Piper Lime is one of, I guess can can we say one of the first solely online clothing um, uh, manufacturers? I guess so. I yeah. guess so. I feel yeah. like 
it wasn't really a thing like their catalogs and in, in a website for other um other companies but Piperline was like strictly this online you know like fast fashion type deal very right early. anyway i'm trying to think was there like was was the generation before this like garnet wasn't that like a catalog i don't know garnet i don't remember uh, garnet and I'm, I'm i might have forgotten this there was there was like some purely catalog clothing um uh retailers sort of you know in between these in between these two mm-hmm. okay interesting yeah i'm pretty sure there was like a bunch of other ones but i thought it was yeah. like oh how are they thinking about an online shopping experience that's very different from walking to a department store and mm-hmm. in, in, in physical form yeah so anyway um so tim leaves and then we kind of hear from all the designers what they're thinking of and we start with bert who is thinking of like a billy top with a long dirndl skirt and the newness Which was the only skirt that women wore yeah no other skirts that's all that existed you know obviously only one um but the mm-hmm. newness is going to be hot pants <laughs> mm-hmm. that's new i mean i'll say that that's all apparently that's all my um like my aunts and my mother wore in the 70s were hot pants so i feel like you know that's not necessarily new <laughs> not exactly my mom but you know <laughs> my mom yes like she wore hot pants <laughs> um and then we have joshua who is just like oh no <laughs> I don't know an insane amount about the seventies, which never which is lived then. Yeah. I mean Yeah. But it's also like, but you've got this dossier in front of you. And he's like, mm-hmm. No, but I can't feel it anyway. So he's he's like worried about being like a barely eighties baby. Then we have Kim who's using her mom as inspiration. So we get this um, photograph of her mother. So based off of her mom who's a secretary in the seventies, she's doing a sexy secretary look. Mm-hmm. And then Victor is doing like a take on the Yves Saint Laurent sexy tailored Safari. suit. Yeah. yeah. We find about it's, this later, but it's based off of a jacket that he had when he was like a little little kid. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, those, you know, Victor's the only person who really talks about like an actual designer in the 70s. Yeah. And, and Saint Laurent is a really good choice. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, the sort of taking over for from Pierre Cardin in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And that whole, you know, that's that's like a for real look to think about. The Safari Jack was like an actual thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's so weird to me, like everybody else's vagueness you know we get anna who's um her girl is gonna like take a vacation in jamaica in the Mm -hmm. 70s Mm -hmm. um okay yeah well she's going somewhere (laughs) she's going somewhere um and then we uh, oh god laura like Uh, we have laura who's doing a maxi skirt with a fitted top and also, Laura is actually a 70s glam kind of girl. And has I was, been wearing vintage this whole time. That's her thing. Right. I never and, noticed. And she's a Barbie girl. I mean, I, like, 
I am one of the things that I misremembered is like I can't believe that Laura is still here. Yeah, I you know, uh, but it's all but there are too many people who are like that for them to mm-hmm. not be here. Yes, like, who I guess. Trade it. Not, I guess not many people. You know, I I did think certain people stuck around longer, but um, yeah. and that and that she was gone earlier. No, but um, but no. Like um, I thought, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's anyway. Um, she's uh, this was the episode where like we hear a lot from her, mm-hmm. and her voice really started to get on my nerves. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> I love her voice. She's like, I'm. I oh, you're gonna do it. I'm. I'm <laughs> I am a '70s glam girl. I mean, I'm wearing vintage right now. I'm, I have on Inez. vintage right now. It's it's the best. It's a good way of clearing out the phlegm. Um, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, Laura. So they so they bundle themselves up. They go mm-hmm. off to mood. They've got what a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars to make this look shop. and thirty minutes to shop. Right. So we have you know we start off normal. We have Laura who finds this vibrant jersey net. Um, while almost because everyone else is getting like these muted earth tones she says so she's going towards something that is like brighter mm-hmm. anthony is pulling in anya where he's like i can't i can't find a, a print I, you know when you go in the moon you just see it you just see it i'm not seeing it so there's like that drama but mm-hmm. um not to be overshadowed with drama is anya <laughs> so anya had the print drama but now she has uh losing her money drama so between right. the silk jerseys and the linens and we see footage of her running through mood with this bag of, or this, you know, envelope of money stuck into um, uh, one of her, her dress straps um, mm-hmm. because she, her dress doesn't have any pockets, you know, all dressed should have pockets, but also this is, you know, this is back when they were using cash. <laughs> right. So she drops it and uh, yeah, it's sort of a kind of mayhem from there. Right. All everyone in mood, even some of the designers, are looking for her money, and they don't find it. You, kind, I was kind of thinking, oh, there's a happy ending to this, right? Someone's mm-hmm. gonna find it. So many people are looking. How can you lose it and have so many people? Also, you've mood? got you've got cameras right there, yeah, following her all the time. Yes. Did someone so see that? So how is there how is there footage of it? How is there not footage of it disappearing? Exactly. How is there, um, and so do we think that like someone in production just like kicked the envelope under the under the rack? Absolutely, moved? absolutely. <laughs> it was in the back of my mind the whole time. I was like, "This makes no sense." And okay, I don't necessarily believe that, but I do have some. I I do have questions for later on. Okay, I think something happened. So Anya is like frantically running around mood. Yeah, the, yeah. Tim tells her that the rules are that um, if any of the other designers have stuff left over, have money left over, and they feel like giving it to her, they can. Yeah. Um, if, uh, if, um, or she can use muslin. Right. Yeah. And, so, and she hears this and she instantly starts to cry because it's right. like, what is this? This is another part that, you know, it's just kind of tragic here, but 
this is kind of how you learn about rules of Project Runway when yeah. weird things like this happen. Like, what are the rules on cheating? What are the rules on disqualification? And mm-hmm. and then here, like, what do we, what do you do? So it's really sad. And like, Tim is, you know, just giving her the business and she's crying. Mm-hmm. And then she's kind of waiting for people at the, at the register. And she actually ends up getting $11 in change from Anthony Ryan, which I'm just like, right. how? You should have used all of that money, Anthony Ryan. I know. He bought like 10,000 different types of fabric I and yet know. still didn't spend $100. And so she was able to get you know, like a little bit of fabric and then um, fixins. So she got like yeah. zippers and buttons. And, and you know, yes, trims. Closures. So yeah. if if only Anya had learned to sew pockets in those four months, she wouldn't be <laughs> in this problem. <laughs> You know what? I was wondering about who made that dress. And if she made that dress, I'm just like, yeah, no, this is why you need pockets. Every dress needs pockets. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely not. Um, and then Tim makes like the comment. He's like, oh, you know, what's ironic is how incredibly generous you were with the last challenge. And and Bert, who is just like a sweetheart this episode, is just like, don't worry, Anya. Like, good karma is going to come to you. Like, don't worry. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. You know, we have our, our first and maybe last time that they use cash and have this incident. And because I was actually wondering, mm-hmm. like, did, is this what inspired them to go with digital money? But, oh, with the prepaid card yeah, or whatever. But probably yeah. not. Like, it was a sponsorship. Like, who are we kidding? Well, they did have, yeah, they had a couple of times that that was sponsored. Yeah, and, it's, it's got to yeah. be sponsored. Otherwise, they're using cash. Anyway, yeah. so, <laughs> so they go back into the workroom and people are bringing over extra fabrics and from leftover right yeah. well then this answers that question that um i guess they're it, i guess it's like fabric from the last challenge or something cuz remember oh. i had that question for you about oh. like remember like trying to use those trims yeah could you bank those or did you have to turn those back into production yes yes so i guess I mean, if it's stuff from like the last challenge, you hmm. can still offer it up. Maybe. I mean, people are people are you know bringing stuff over, except for Victor. Oh no! Who's like Victor's who like, has had it? Yeah, I'm not helping anyone anymore. It's like I yeah. I want to, but I can't. Like I can't. Yeah, it's like good for you, Victor. <laughs> that would be yeah. me, <laughs> honestly. I'm not helping you. Um, so. Tim comes in and again kind of highlights like what a predicament Anya's in. It's like Anya's in the middle of a make it work moment, and I'm moved by how generous you all are. And Tim is like, <laughs> the cut to Victor. <laughs> Victor's like, like eyes going around. Um, and then Tim is just like, just just to, you know to repeat a couple words inspired by because listen, it's 2011, 2012, depending on when this airs. <laughs> so. This is not the 1970s. You need to wow and add some pizzazz. But this has got to go into production. So please don't do what you guys did last week. Please. Which is which is hilarious <laughs> because it's like um, you showed pictures with zero wow and pizzazz. Oh, you weren't wowed and pizzazzed by these like heavy wool uh, outfits just, just like kind of like yeah. impractical yeah. these days. When did David Bowie put out most of his records? 
was it could it be have been in the 70s i mean you know that that is a take but but you know is is that the 70s that they want <laughs> i mean it's not the 70s that piper lime wants no, but but not. i'm just saying that like to contrast to like say like we want wow and pizzazz i know as as a way of updating the 70s is like come on i know it's it's interesting um anyway so they have uh the night and uh tim leaves anya is still crying and she's using mostly muslin right now and is upset because uh she's just like listen had a really hard time last challenge and here we have them expecting sophistication and i'm using muslin and this is mm-hmm. just like the worst case scenario ever um tim also kind of called it out it's like oh this has never happened on project runway is it project runway first she's like oh god um and then we have bert shining in in his corner and being like oh like look at me bert is showing off um and because it's also like a time for all of the designers to kind of look at the Piper Lime accessories because they've changed into like 70s style right. and they're asking questions like Bert is this from the 70s he's like yes Kimberly's old wise like, man of the mountain like, are oh. these clunky heels from the 70s <laughs> <laughs> what about these like these like snakeskin boots um and so Bert's like what am I you know like the walking old man from the clouds the the wise old man uh with with <laughs> 70s walking stick but he's also he's like really happy to share this information he just seems yeah. so delighted but what i love is that he's just like yeah you know i marketed fashion in the 70s like i worked on the halston catalog and what i call a bert flex is victor's holding up these snakeskin boots and it's like bert mm-hmm. what about this and Bert goes, yeah, you know, because it's very Rudolph Nor- Noriev. Noriev. You do know who Rudolph Noriev is. And Vic's like, whether I, whether it's true or not, I'm just going to say yes. Uh, <laughs> and so I had to look up Rudolph Noriev. And I would say that they should have put that in the dossier. <laughs> yes. Like what Rudolph was wearing. I mean, yes. that would have been great. Let me, let me share. Um, l- let me share screen with you for a second Yay! it's like why was this not in the 70s dossier <gasps> of course okay so describe what you're showing Nayland. i am showing you a google image search page on the word label mm-hmm. with like patty and nona and sarah dash mm-hmm. in like Silver space garb and incredible feathers and like these amazing costumes. I mean, it's thigh so high leather thigh boots. High boots. <laughs> so good. This really looks a lot, you know, kind of, you know, of course, like some of this is like stage costume, mm-hmm. but those thigh high boots, um, Rudolf Noriev walking yes. around in these thigh-high boots all the time um, over pants. And so, like, the silhouettes are already very daring, already are very well, have this pizzazz already. Yeah. And it's just like, I just, I got lost in this 
circle of just looking at all of the fashion from them because like oh who's he with like who's that person like what were they wearing mm-hmm. in these other google images it was it was fun it was you know it was, it was actually it was real fun well we also hear is this is this the point where bird is talking about his the how he got it the job oh no not yet but we, that's later I mean, on okay but we'll um, talk about yeah. that when okay. it comes up because well so bert actually actually starts wrapping the dress form with sequins and mm-hmm. um it's something that's like eye-catching and poppy and you kind of so that's it'll allude to this conversation later because his workstation is right next to laura and so mm-hmm. often we'll see bert working on something and the camera will pan to laura and she's like oh my god what is he doing that is horrendous i am vintage 70s i know what i'm doing mm-hmm. um anyway but we do have like you know like like some moments between the designers we have anthony asking anya about prints and stuff and um joshua though it's like dun, 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 dun. joshua's going around talking to people clearly nervous and um i He's yeah, he's just very, very nervous, not feeling like he can do the 70s that he's into. He's just very lost um, and doing something that I think we, we, we definitely have seen him do this in other challenges. Kind of uh, what do you call it? Just like um, workshopping an idea or asking mm-hmm. a question, but it's not really a question. Um, it's kind of, you know, like it's intel. Or it is also like a way of gleaming next steps from another designer. Being mm-hmm. like, oh, you're going to do that next? Like, oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll go over there and do something that's related to that. Right. Well, and and this is, um, it's interesting to see how far this is from the, Bert, is this the way that you're that you're going to be? Because I am not going to have it. <laughs> like, it's amazing how like kittenish. Mm-hmm um joshua can be when he's like feeling a little insecure yeah yeah yep it's this is we're seeing it this this yeah. is this is what happened this is the type of person that that is yeah um then we have oh okay <laughs> we have anya oh wait shoot i i, I fast forward it we have um laura who's like you know talking about vintage and then oh yeah but then we get to joshua coming over to victor so mm-hmm. joshua finally wanders over to victor we hear the ominous dun, 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 ominous music mm-hmm. victor is quiet and it's like i'm not driving you no more miss daisy mm-hmm. no nope, mm-hmm. you're not going to squeeze any more ideas out of me and mm-hmm. it's interesting because it's very it's i think to me it's really fascinating when you when you see someone who knows what's going on and mm-hmm. you see them adjust to the behavior. And mm-hmm. Joshua, I don't think knows. Joshua has no idea that Victor is on to him. And right. it's just kind of like going through the motions of, you know, trying to glean off information. Then we have Anya dying muslin. She, this is something else she doesn't know how to do. <laughs> She's just very open. She's like, I'm just putting salt in this bath. I don't know what salt does with dye. I have no <laughs> idea what I'm doing. You know, look at this. This color is so insipid. It's so insipid. How do I make it look more? I don't know. Whatever it's in her head. Um, She's so lost. And yeah. She's very lost. Yeah. And then we, and, uh, and then we get um, Laura consulting with everybody. We get Laura consulting with (laughs) With Victor. Victor. I love this. So Laura's making this. 
so ugly. If she would just call them separates, she'd yeah. be way ahead of the game. It's it's a it's a top that she's super happy about because it has these like chevrons on mm. it, black and white. Yes. And then um, she got a kind of Warhol-esque camo print, hmm. or maybe like kind of um, maybe it's leopard, you know, yeah. multicolor print that she's made a maxi skirt out but of. It definitely looks with like screen printed, like the right. screen print motif thing. Yeah. And so she's asking Victor about like she it looks like her dress is like quite far along. She's asking Victor about it. And Victor's like, don't you think that's a little clashy? And she goes, really? And then we get like a hilarious thing with her about like, tricks are so tricky. I mean, prints are so tricky because you could have a, oh my God, I'm doing the voice. Um, you, you could have um, like someone might just not like a print or someone might have a traumatic at, like experience with a print mm-hmm. and then they wouldn't like it. So basically Laura's saying that Victor thinks my dress looks like shit because he was attacked by a chevron. Yeah. Like, like as a kid. He and so he's he didn't so grow it with him. He didn't grow with chevrons. Like I grew up with chevrons and they treated me really well. Like maybe the chevrons like You came you know, to the chevrons late. Yeah. I was born in the chevrons. I mean the chevrons like pre- treated him pretty badly but like i'm a good person you know like i'm a good person and so like i've only had like really great experiences with them like they used to play with me all the time we 70s girls grew with the like vibe with the chevrons anyway i think she made this she made those chevrons she created uh, this prints do you think so? Do you yes. think they're separate panels? Yes, they are separate panels. Oh, okay. And she talks later about she's like, oh my god, like this is great. I'm a genius. I mitered these chevrons. Like I had to right. look up what miter ring is I, again. Like I, mm. they, I, I know it's. I have to keep relearning these terms. But I was it's like, it's when you join oh it on, a, on an angle. Yes, and so I was just like, oh no, she made that, and she's that also adds to the pride, but right. What I thought was really funny is that she's like, okay, it'll fix it if I make it tighter. What if I squeeze it together and make it tighter right. on the dress form? It changes it, right? It makes it less clashy. I'm like, no, it's still, it's still <laughs> it's, like no. the basic components <laughs> are still there. That's not how clashy works. No. Um, yeah. And then what's sort of hilarious is that we <sighs> then cut into the sewing room. Oh, my God. Where, um, where Laura and Anya are having a little discussion about whether or not they should say anything to their good sis <laughs> who who's they've kind of agreed whose work is whose whose idea is bad we have a pact we all right pact. we have a pact we told each other victor's like i don't think you need to talk to her about her like the yeah but those, but those pants are jc penny right we have to say something we have a pact and, <laughs> and they both okay how, how did you feel about this because i'm just like all right who knows when they made this pact maybe it was when it was you know i want to i want to think when that's when when becky left because they don't mm-hmm. they didn't care about becky right so, yeah <laughs> well part of the pact was getting rid of becky, <laughs> becky. yeah and so uh, who knows how long they had this agreement, 
But this appears to be the first time that they are questioning whether or not they can enact it. And they talk themselves right. out of doing it. Where they're where Anya's like, okay, but if we say something, then she won't believe in it. And I'm like, that's the point. Mm. She believes in it and it's ugly to you guys. She's going in the wrong direction. Right. So how are you going to um, you know, critically engage her in a constructive way out of love and this packedness that you guys have, like whatever. But they both are just like, let's just not say anything. Plus, this is a competition. I'm like, and then I think Anya says, maybe we should never have done this. I'm like, yes, no. Yeah. We should never have done a pact ever. Yeah. This is a dumb idea. Yeah. Never been filmed talking about this. <laughs> but the other side of that is also, um, okay, so um, what's the inspiration here? Mm-hmm. The inspiration is the mom. Yes. So you're basically going to say, oh, yeah, your mom's taste is really JCPenney. Yes. Which, who knows? Maybe, like, that's what, you know, that's what she could afford yeah. at the time. Yeah. And at the same time, it's just like, you guys are making pants to go to retail for not that much money. Yeah. And so yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, this is, like, do you yeah. think Piper Keep Lime is that much better than Penny, JCPenney? This is elevated. Yeah. This is the Piper Lime challenge <laughs> as opposed to the JCPenney challenge that we will have in like a year or so. Yes. Because <laughs> <It's like laughs> JCPenney is coming for you, Project Runway. It's like, how dare you? I mean, that's how what's dare. hilarious, right? It's yeah. like, it's it's... You know, if the producers, you know, if the producers had wanted to partner with J.C. Prenny, that, that. I mean, yeah. We'd be there. Yeah. Uh, editors, be careful. So Ugh. then we go on to, to Bert and Laura. So Bert is yes. trying some layers on his dress form and, and is like commiserating with Laura. Because I also think that Bert likes getting a rise out of, out of Laura. And so um, he's just like, Laura, look. He's like, all right, Bert, just don't make her look like a disco queen. He's like, oh, she's gonna. (laughs) She's gonna (laughs) look like one. And then the disco music starts. And then we get the reminiscing about Bert's Studio 54 day. day. Right. Because because there is a disco queen in the room, and it is Bert. (laughs) It is Bert. Bert. And he's trying to bring in, like, the most... And, it's exactly and, like what they don't think is sophisticated. This was not in, in the dossier at all. Um, well, and and yeah, this is the thing, right? They're asking Bert, like, oh, so you were at Studio 54, so who was there? And Bert yeah. reels off the names. Halston, Liza, mm-hmm. you know, Diana Ross. Yeah, and Laura's, the only person Laura knows is Diane Von Furstenberg. Like, was Diane Von Furstenberg there as often as they say she was? He's like, yeah, no, everyone was. Um, and she's like, oh, is that where you got your Halston job? <laughs> and Bert goes, hey! no. No. I got it in the balcony. <laughs> in the third which, row. <laughs> which. So this is like really, really, really a moment. Somebody like Laura goes, is that a dirty joke, Bert? <laughs> and it's like. No, it's the innuendo that Halston picked me up and fucked me and yes. gave, and I got a job from yes. it. And I and and I flash back at this moment to you know what is probably like Bert's really tall, mm. 
kind of get, you know, I think he's Southern. Like mm. I could totally see like fair haired, um, you know, um, uh, you know, twee. He's got a great smile. Right. Twee yeah. Bert in like in studio 54 total eye candy. Yeah. And Hall, you know, Halston, like, you know, I mean, I've seen doing lines. I've seen that Netflix getting, show, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, and good on Bert. And yeah. it's it sort of, that was like a really sweet moment. And I, and, uh, you know, I've talked a lot about Bert's sourness or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. here is this moment where it's like, Oh yeah, this is like what a fucking intense story because then you end up like working in this business mm. that is totally built on youth. You get older. It's also totally built on substance abuse. Mm -hmm. Your life gets to that point, you have to deal with the AIDS crisis, yeah. you have to deal with getting sober. Mhm. Mm like, of course, like the allure of that life yeah. is, um, you know, an intense and charged thing for you. Yeah. Like to me, this was like the most human moment of the episode. Yeah. And it was it was just like fun to see Bert kind of because Bert came up with that joke in real time where he's like, no, but like there's like this grin on his yeah. face. And I'm just like, I, I, this is just like this is fun. Just like having yeah. fun. It's the um, grin that says, I've been laid more than you ever will be, Laura. Yeah. Like, like, like that is the truth of it. You can be like 70s girl all you want. Exactly. It's like you, th you think you can wear a vintage, but like you will never mm -hmm. have as much fun as I have. This is the vintage <laughs> right here. <laughs> And then, so we, so we have like Bert. I, I wrote in my notes like Bert is shimmying in front of his dress form, like like doing mm -hmm. like a little dance. And um, because then we cut to Victor and Josh drama. Joshua yes. is shoving his face into Victor's suit jacket, like real close, mm -hmm. going like, "Oh, I love that." And Kimberly is standing off to the side with some spying eyes, like she like squints a little bit. And then there's like this ominous like didgeridoo music in the background. Yes. That <laughs> that's the note that I made. Didgeridoo. <laughs> that's that's how difficult things have come at this point. We're at we're at, you know, the threat alert is didgeridoo. Didgeridoo. And uh anyway, so so that happens and then Kim goes to Victor and I'll say, okay, at this moment Kim's back is to the camera because she tells Victor I like your inverted pleat. And that's all she says. Mm. And Victor's like, wait, what, huh? Wait, what do you mean? Like, why are you saying that? Why are you like, Victor kind of freaks out. And I wonder what, I wonder what her face looked like. And mm -hmm. I wonder what she did. And, and so Victor like catches on to it and she goes like, yeah, it's, um, uh, I, you know, I, it also, um, you know, she's like, it's become popular. Just, you know, take a converted pleat around the workroom. <laughs> And, and see for and, and that, my friends, <laughs> is how you stir the pot. <laughs> not by sitting in the sewing room wondering whether or not you're gonna like continue your pact. You go over <laughs> and you just say, 
one simple thing. Yeah. Because the truth is that if she, if that's all she has to say to Victor, mm -hmm. then it means that they've all been talking about yes, Josh. They have. That's like that, that, that is because, because that's not enough to set somebody off. If you haven't already been having the conversation. Mm -mm. Because, in, because I was just thinking, I'm like, Hmm, this would be funny if they had a code word. <laughs> it's like when I say inverted pleats, that's, mm. that's a red alert. All right. Yeah. Or when I just say, and when I call out something it's that you're making, popular. It's, it's proved a red to alert. be popular. It's like, yeah, it's proved yeah. to be popular. Yeah. Just, yeah. Um, so then we have our Tim time. Tim walks in and we see that the designers are gathered around a single workroom table. So mm -hmm. that, that means the producers gathered them um, in a configuration. So they're already worked up. They know something's happening. Tim's face also clues them into something. And he just launches into it. Designers, for this challenge, you will be creating a second look that consists of one piece. It cannot be separate. You have a budget of $50, 15 minutes to sketch, 15 minutes to shop, and they just get to sketching. This is like the easiest okay. twisty so, thing that's so, happened. But here's my thing. Yes. Uh, this is production at work. <gasps> this is how do we get Anna some more time <gasps> at mood and some more money. Really? Think I, about it. I mean, I... Like, there's absolutely no reason for there to be a second look. Oh, my gosh. Nailin. <gasps> oh, my goodness. I, I believe you. I believe you. I want to I mean, it's, it is totally... <laughs> I'm sure that there was a production meeting because yeah. you know that a PA went through mood with a fucking fine-tooth comb and found that $100. Yeah. Like, that $100 isn't lost. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There, it, it was found at some point, and there was a discussion of, do we say, um, how do we do this? Do we say that somebody at Mood found the $100 mm -hmm. and Anna has another chance? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's, this is, this is pure production. Yeah. Hokum. Oh, my gosh. I, okay. Yeah. I. Because I, there's no other I reason it. for it. Yeah. No, it, it is really quick. So that, that kind of makes sense with how I would say this is like the least, um, you know, like it comes in with the least pomp and circumstance. It doesn't yeah. have like Heidi doing cartwheels and be like, oh, my God, yeah. aren't you stressed? This is great. It's just Tim being like, here is here's the business. Um, yeah. Here's um, some money. Go back to mood again. Yeah. And so and so, Neilan, I'm your microphone is scratching your beard again. Ah, sorry, <laughs> folks. I'm wearing a different beard, headset than usual. I don't have my mic boom drama. mic. <laughs> um, that's totally fine. Um, uh, just wanted to get that squared away before we have to go back to mood for 15 <laughs> minutes. So they sketch, and Kimberly doesn't sketch. She's just like, I'm right. going to keep working on my thing. And but everyone else is kind of sketching. Yeah. Then they. Anya, what's hilarious is that Anya basically sketches the same thing she always sketches, <laughs> which is either she's overwhelmed emotionally, Nailin. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she sketches a jumpsuit with a halter. Yes. As opposed much. to like a big skirt with a halter. Yeah. yeah. Like 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 she. 
Because it was. It's, it's always the same thing. It has pants this time. Um, but yeah, it's like mm-hmm. the same like deep V in the front and V in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, a bird is making a short mini dress. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, is hoping to find the right fabric. And then on the way out, the whole workroom starts to pin their swatches to themselves. Like they're kindergartners taking homework home from school. <laughs> and I just thought it was the cutest thing. I was like, oh, look at them. And then they go to mood and they walk in with their huge swatches on their outfits. But we don't mm-hmm. see swatch. We don't see these. No swatch. swatch. I know. Just their swatches. So that's fine. But anyway, Laura finds burned out chevrons. Anya picks up these wide fabrics because she needs as much Mm -hmm. yardage as possible, which I thought was really, really smart. Mm -hmm. And uh, they pay. And I noted that Anya gets change back. Mm -hmm. So she's even used all the $50. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did she give that money to Anthony Ryan? We never find out. I don't think so. I don't think she did. Uh, then we go back to the workroom and we jump right back into Tim time. Mm-hmm. And we first have Anthony Ryan. And Tim goes, Anthony Ryan, update me, please. <laughs> like, what's up with him? Anyway, so um he's for so the for the they they talk about each piece, you know, like what you're doing for the first piece and the second piece. And they mostly talk about the second piece, which is going to be a maxi. And Tim's like, that is a void amongst you. There is mm-hmm. not a maxi in this room. Right. It's missing. Then we go to Anya, who's working on um, a huge paper bag waste pan yeah. thing. But it's yeah. like seam allowance. So it's not going to be that big. She's just going to use it to fit her model with it. Mm-hmm. But her second piece is going to be a maxi jumpsuit. So not a maxi dress, right. a maxi jumpsuit. And then we have Bert, who is talking about himself in the third person. Um, and then Tim looks at what Bert has. is like, this is a very serious 70s moment mm-hmm. that could look vintage. But so, you know, don't give him vintage or whatever. Right. Um, and Tim really likes the second outfit idea. Mm-hmm. And then we have Kimberly, who is switching up some stuff. So she was going to put a vest and pants together as separates, but they're one, they're one piece. And mm-hmm. so it seems like Tim's fine with that as well. The second look is this cold shoulder thing with a mini skirt. And Tim's just like, I might be an old fart, but this is too sexy. There's a bare midriff, <laughs> and then there's a short skirt. It's just too much. It's just too much. Anyway, so she's like, I'll rethink it, whatever. Then we have Victor, who's <laughs> like sewing circles around everyone in that workroom. Yeah. And already has had things like safari, you know, suit, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he's just like placing pockets. Like, should the pockets go here or there? And Tim says, the more safari, the better. You know, otherwise it's just a pretty jacket. Yeah, because Tim appreciates the reference. Yes, yeah. And also, I think because Victor can push it, because Victor's been making some great jackets, but what if it's just a one note where Victor's just like a jacket person? Yeah. Um, and so I will say that there's a, it's a little, Victor's um, fabric choice is a little unfortunate because it is veering into the boucle. Chanel. Um, a Chanel mm-hmm. suit material. Yeah. 
Which was later. Yes. Later. That's an 80s thing. Yes, it is. Um, um, so that's a, there's, that that's a little bit, you know, um, a, a little bit off target, but, yeah. you know, generally fine. And it's also kind of monotone. So there's a lot of just gray, mm-hmm. like kind of, it just feels kind of blah. Um, but it's coming together impeccably. Like it's structured mm-hmm. and sewn together very well. So Tim moves on, and we have Joshua, who's doing this tuxedo top with a bib, with a hot pink outline, a tight mini, with a bell sleeve for the second look, and he's saying like masculine, feminine, androgyny. It's like it. It is um, <laughs> the the pink top with the inverted pleat in the back um, looks like. Again, a Star Trek The Next Generation uniform. Yeah. I mean, like, and also it's kind of like, where is this person going? To <laughs> to space? Sure. You can wear anything in space. Mm-hmm. You can go anywhere and, and have it fit. But it, it, it really is just like out of control, strange. And it gets weirder. Like, we only see the top at this point. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what is this? There's like a pussy bow at the top. And we have the like the beginnings of the pants, which are going to be plaid. And it's so funny because like going back to mood, um, Josh was like, it's plaid. It's not a print. It's plaid. You know, so I, mm. so I feel like he's treating it as if it's not a print. Like plaid is just plaid. I can go with anything, especially yeah. like a hot pink black blouse. Um, yeah, it it really, really doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, so Tim also tells Joshua to be careful about his narrative because like you can spin the tail, but the clothes need to speak for themselves. And mm-hmm. Joshua's like, Oh, thank you. Oh, wait, is this not a compliment? Cause I feel good about what you just said. Mm-hmm. I tell good stories. Um, then, we- then we're on to Laura. <laughs> on to Laura. So her second look is a wearable jumpsuit. So this is where we see the burnt out, chevrons and she's putting it on the mannequin and tim goes no these chevrons Mm. want to be treated differently they actually look like they want to bully you and you're acting as if they're your best friend Mm. and they're not so and i'm just like oh like what does this mean what is happening and so tim gives her a note from nina and he goes nina has a thing about you she has her radar up whenever she sees your work. Your work triggers because her. Because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and he uses the word that like zooms in and hits her at her core. She Which gets is taste level. Taste level. She's like, Nina gets bristly about your taste level. And that's when Laura's like, I don't understand. Like, I'm the most tasteful person in this room Mm. how can nina not like me but nina does not like laura one right why is laura still there but that so it becomes all about like how can i push past the fact that nina doesn't like me yeah because i'm like if nina doesn't like you then why are you so here i don't get it Mm. i'm that i'm just wondering like i I feel like that usually tips yeah she does in the sewing room later on say um, I think maybe it's because my taste is too, re- or my style is too refined. Too refined. 
find. <laughs> for, for the for the <laughs> crass Nina Garcia of the people. I don't know what um, she's talking about. Like I'm yeah. too smooth. Yeah, so yeah. refined. Yeah. Who who's the the woman who is talking about like you know, I hope she's a I I hope she's a rich lady, a gold, gold digger, digger with a with lot a of rich money husband, and, yeah. Cuz that's cuz those are my clients. Yeah. Um that is too refined, Nealon. That yeah, that is that in, is too refined. Way. Refined, okay? Gold digger in a refined way is what I meant. <laughs> That is Missourian for refined. Yes. Um, so the mo- so we get like the models coming in. Yes. And this is the first time the models have fitting. been there for a while. Like we've had a lot of like guests mm-hmm. in. So the models are way too happy and super yes. chatty. They're like, oh my God, like what? It's so good to see you. Like so amazing. And plus it's two outfits. So it's like double the models. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but it's also quick. I didn't really write that much down for this. Here. No, we get we get um, Bert making a joke about putting on a condom. It's like flirting with Joshua, which makes yeah, Joshua yeah. really uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, Anthony is asking Anya if she'd wear any of his ugly clothes. Anya is exhausted and I would say at a suboptimal level right now. Like she's <laughs> overwhelmed and emotional and... I don't think she's in the right headspace. She's going to tell Anthony yes for everything. He's like, okay, good. Because Anya is a type of girl that I want to dress. And if she would buy all my clothes, then I'm on the right track. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't think you need to be talking to this version of Anya right now. <laughs> no. I'm there when Anya makes bad choices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, and then we have uh, Joshua making a maxi dress. Yes, because he, he knows he can make it in time. But I also and... wonder if that's because he heard Tim say that the maxi is a void mm, and that is there's leaning a void. into that. Yeah, so I feel like that's also like him pulling from yeah. Anthony Ryan. And that's and that's a wrap on the day. They yeah. go home. They come back, and they're back um, in the workroom immediately. Yep. And the clothes are still here, but they're not finished. Those mm-hmm. people who were hoping for Munchkins to come and finish them. <laughs> no. Not what Munchkins do. <laughs> nope, no. Nope. That's what elves uh, do? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Get it straight. Yeah, it's elves. Don't, you know, the Keebler Union will come for you. Yes, they will. <laughs> like, that's our job to make, okay? And to finish things and to make cookies mm-hmm. and outfits when you're not there. So they're all, you know, they're they're all doing hair and model Yes. And but people are having some people are having a hard time finishing up. Yeah. Mainly Kimberly and Anya. So Kimberly is once again is like in the sewing room. She passes by Tim when Tim calls 10 minutes mm-hmm. and Tim is like, oh, you know, I'm going to do it. She goes, I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, Tim, like, go ahead and call time. Like, I'm still going to be on the sewing machine. Yeah. So she's sewing um, and then also has a hand sew her model into the outfit so she doesn't have time to put on a zipper and she's mad. Anya passes by Tim when he comes in to call one minute. Mm-hmm. And she runs to the sewing room and Tim goes, good, bad, or indifference. We're running down to the runway right mm-hmm. now. And so that's that's that. It's pretty harried at the end for all of them. But... I'll have to, I'll say, um, as per your theory, 
This is a lot to put the designers through to give Anya more money, but I totally believe that they would do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I totally believe it. Yeah. Um, all right. So time for the runway. And so listeners, it's time for you to check the show notes for our cheat sheets. So we have a cheat sheet that has all of the runway looks in order. And so let's talk about our judges. We have Heidi Klum. We have Nina Garcia. We have Michael Kors. And then we have not Heather Archibald for the, our guest uh, mm-hmm. judge. Instead, we have Piperline guest editor Olivia Palermo, who has like slightly less scary eyes, but a different version of the scary eyes. I'll say, mm-hmm. but I also was just like, I'd rather have Heather Archibald there because I'm used to that face. <laughs> I just don't like, why do we need another pipeline face? He- you know, they only programmed Heather with a few lines of dialogue. So <laughs> she, unless, you know, she would have to say, um, I, our girl is excited about trends. <laughs> and, we, and we go, wait, but Heather, you, you already said that. Prince should not be too large. Wait, but we didn't ask you about the size of Prince. What's wrong, Heather? Heather, are you okay? Heather! (laughs) All right, anyway. Okay, so let's take it to the runway. And um, let's get started. Should we go through it? Yeah, let's go through it. Let's go through our (coughs) final looks. And first off, we have Kimberly. Uh huh. And I'll say that I didn't hate this outfit as much as I thought I would hate it. So, so again, like they all have two outfits. So we have Kimberly's first and second outfit. The first one um, was my, you know, the better of the two because the second one, there's like a little peekaboo, uh, in um uh in the middle um on on the bottom center above the waistband Mm -hmm. and I wasn't sure if that was on purpose or if that was a mistake and the whole waistband period so when the model turns around from the back it also kind of looks like Kimberly didn't completely join the two outfits together Mm -hmm. in a way that was kind of clean and finished so I'm not really sure about this one right yeah I mean her first look doesn't it says nothing about 70s to me um she's sort of sewing she had to be sewing her model into the second look so i think you're right that it's not so intentional yeah um i mean the idea of like a vest um you know a vest pant jumpsuit isn't necessarily bad right yeah, but you just have to but do the, it. the execution looks a little sloppy. Yeah. And also, I feel like at this late stage of the game, I have very little sense of what drives Kimberly as a designer. Yeah, same. Like, I don't, I don't know anything exciting about her. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's kind of like she came in fast with her pants mm-hmm. and it's almost kind of like you know why didn't you make you, you did have time like i understand you didn't have time mm-hmm. to make pants for the first outfit but you also don't really get 
that sense of tailoring or how well she is, how well she does with constructing pants with a second look either. Because um, mm-hmm. it's a pencil skirt. Yeah. Yeah. That she could just knock out. Yeah. All right. So next up is Anthony Ryan. Anthony Ryan. And what do you think of these? You know, so I did not hate these. So I mean, I mean, it, I I didn't like the layering of the um of the prints together on the first mm-hmm. outfit, and also I don't. I so I have kind of been like not loving what Anthony has been putting out for a while. Mm-hmm. Because the first outfit has this weird cut in the front. So it's almost like there's a shirt or a sleeveless shirt that's over the skirt. And it comes around almost like a tunic. Not a tunic. Mm-hmm. Almost like a like a dress shirt. But a severely cut dress shirt. Because you know how you have like it's raised mm-hmm. on the sides. And then you have like a little bit of a um, like a like a roundedness to the bottom of the hem. But it's almost like it's too rounded or it's too severe, just sort of the way he's cut it. It's just really awkward. Mm-hmm. And then I don't like the colors together. Like I, I there's something about the black and white and the um the warmth of, of the under or you know the shirt and the skirt. But then this belt, like everyone is messing up with these belt accessories. I'm like, why are you doing that? You don't need extra things there. Well, it, it is the Piper line accessory ball. I know, but this is like <laughs> those shoes. Like just use those shoes. Right. You know, if you're going to use a Piper line accessory ball wisely, then if you need this a belt, is not then wisely. make it black. Yeah. yeah. Put a black belt there. Yeah. Um, yeah. What did you think about, about these? I I think it's I think it's really kind of blah. Like I don't get the I don't get the color palette, and I also don't get like what the judges are saying later on about it because hmm. it's yes, if you wanted to go the sort of granola route mm-hmm. that they all seem to be like hitting on, it's like it wouldn't be these fabrics. I was you know. I was around like, yes, there was a huge, like, you know, um, continuation of the, um, the peasant blouse, mm-hmm. you know, into the seventies, a sort of a, a late folky thing, mm-hmm. but these prints look more like, you know, vintage Kiana, mm. like, like there's you know there there was this whole like polyester shirt thing as well yeah and i don't i just so the whole idea that this is some sort of like neo hippie boho thing does not ring true to me yeah um and uh but i do feel like the color choices are just really not interesting no they're not and like sadly, even the like the jumpsuit or the maxi dress, I'll say. Right. Um, there, it wasn't necessarily the print, but but the fit made me uncomfortable. <laughs> like the model yeah. is walking with um, like her hands on her waist, but I also feel like if you wore that, it would fall off your shoulders. It, it just seemed like it wasn't necessarily well, like the, the most comfortable yeah. thing to wear, and it's supposed to. That's be comfortable. the thing. It's like maxi dresses at that point. Like we see that one image. Like, I would say if there's one thing that determined the 70s and it was the thing that was the bane of my existence, mm-hmm. 
it was tight up top, loose down below. Oh, interesting. So like, so there were bell bottoms, mm -hmm. you know, and there were flares. Yeah. But they were always super tight at the thigh. Yeah. So if you're a person like me who has big thighs, mm -hmm. it just meant that you had like two like constricted sausages that then at the knee, um, the pants flared out. Yeah, yeah. Or it was um, really tight, um, really tight men's shirts. Hmm. Like the cut of men's shirts was all this sort of like slim cut um, that has recently, you know, come back into um, into men's suiting. That all men's suits are like super slender cut, yeah. the sort of. Um, and so uh, that's really what I associate with that period. And these, like the other maxi dress that they show mm -hmm. in the file, the blue one, yeah. is cut like that. It's cut narrow up top and wide at the bottom. Mm. And that's not what Anthony Ryan's doing with these at all. No. And I would, I would like something that, is billowy all the way through like that, but just sort of like how it's cut in the back. Like it's so deep in the back that it just looks like it's going to fall off mm -hmm. of the model. If you know, like if you put your arms down, um, yeah, it just feel precarious, but yeah. Yeah. That's why like when punk came in, it was one of the big components of it was that it was oversized. Yeah. It was like, it, it was, t-shirts that weren't tight mm -hmm. that were sort of torn up and hanging off of you yeah anyway which is happening now again which is just kind of fascinating um how that goes you know like yeah anyway um yeah all right so, so next, next up we've we got bert bert and yeah so there it's like a, a there's a reveal so um this the the outfit on the left hand side has like a little skirt that is removable mm -hmm. and underneath are the hot pants that I think mm -hmm. are brown, but are, they might be black, but I feel like they're like, I think like they're a rich black. brown. Okay. Black okay. satin. And then um, this like very simple dress that almost is reminiscent of a wrap dress, but isn't a wrap dress. Um, but it has like a little tie on it's it. It's a, it's a very simple sheath. Like, yeah. a, like that's like a, almost like a string belt around the, around the waist. Yes. That isn't too tight. It's um, it's got a kind of Logan's Run vibe to it. No, Logan's Run. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that movie? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, there's another there's another visual reference for you. I love this. Um, but um, yeah, it's actually that second dress does what Bert says he wants to do mm -hmm. so many times in the beginning of this. Yeah. Which is like a, just a simple sweet dress mm -hmm. that is, you know, sporty and is like contemporary. I mean, it's almost a tennis dress. Yeah. Really. When you look at it. Yeah. Yeah. It um, totally and he is, it's interesting that it's like detached from, his normal stories, he's yeah. able to kind of knock that out. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, or maybe maybe it's because he was like flashing back to those memories of the balcony at Studio Fifty Four. Bert like, was inspired by those memories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, Bert, yeah. let the healing begin. But <laughs> but I think that there's um, that is definitely my favorite thing that Bert has made on the show. Yeah. Is that second dress. Yeah. Same. I mean, I I love the thought that he put into it, where it's going to you know color blocked in a way that we typically don't see color blocking mm. but also with the with the restrictions because it's like they're you know they were restricted by um time but also restricted with money and i also wonder if that was something that was helpful and how mm-hmm. how with this like little room that i have how do i make this something that is special and something that has some design elements in it that mm-hmm. makes it that elevates it a little bit and mm-hmm. so i thought the color blocking and like the little detail of the um of the tie was just really great Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next, we have Laura. <laughs> so refined. Too refined. Almost too, too refined. refined for this for this world. And this is where I she says, "I am proud of the chevron top because I admired all the chevrons together." And I wrote, mm-hmm. "She made it that way." <laughs> and then stuck that really ugly zipper on the back. Uh, oh my gosh! Can you describe the zipper? What's happening in, in the back? It's just a big white exposed zipper that comes down the back and and basically doesn't let you see how the chevrons are mitered together. Oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Because, yeah, later they comment on the back. The back is doing yeah. something. Intru- anyway. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just. And then her second look. Oh, God. Let's take I, it away. I fucking hate. Here, here we go. I'm mad. I don't like these camisole tops. There's something up with these types of like camisole deals that go like straight across. And also there's something that is so blah about this. And the fact that she thinks that this is sophisticated or that it's almost too refined is fascinating to me and how delusional it is. Like this looks like something I usually like, you know, my insult is like, this looks like something you would wear to church, but it, it's not, it's along those lines of how like soft it is. And it's almost like it's mushy. It's like a mushy outfit. It's mushy with its color. It's mushy with the texture. And it's something, well, it shows too much shoulder to wear it to church. It's something that you would, it's something that you would wear as part of a church show. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. If there was like a, if there was a choir recital and you were going to give us and you were going to sing a solo, yeah, you could wear this. Yeah. You would wear it with a, a really huge scarf or someone would throw a robe on you. Mm-hmm. And also, I think that's also why I'm mad. I'm like, why make this? Why would you do this for a project runway? Why would you do this? And especially if you have, at least you're trying. And so this is what I thought with the first outfit with these chevrons, these huge chevrons mm-hmm. and this like, you know, all of the print skirts. Like there's like houndstooth in there. There's like plaid and there's a bunch of stuff in there. I'm thinking that she's trying to lean into Anya's lane of mixing up mm. prints because Anya has been getting such great feedback. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm thinking that everyone who's not Anthony Ryan and is trying to do this, meaning like Aunt, uh, Laura and Joshua, because that I'm just like, what what is this? And then the second look, she's just like, yeah, I'm going to go back to what I really want to do, which is nothing. Mm. 
So yeah. like why why is this walking the runway, Matt? <laughs> Who knows? Speaking of Josh. Oh God. This is just the most the most I mean, the most what what are the words? Like it makes no sense, this outfit. Like I feel like So this- the idea so he's got this whole rap about masculine feminine. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, because we always see men in a hot pink tuxedo shirt. Like nothing is butcher than a hot pink tuxedo shirt and um like you know plaid black and white plaid pants. That's what's butch about it, apparently. So butch. So <laughs> butch. I mean, it is, I, I just, it's, it is um, indecipherable. It is it's just like, what, what were you thinking? Um, what was going through your head? Yeah. It's a mishmash of all the things. Because again, here we have these accessories that, please put them down. Why would you wrap a, a, a leopard belt why would you add that in there? And you the the camera pans down and the model is wearing leopard skin boots. Yeah. And there is no 70s here, by the way. And what what Joshua says, I think Joshua says something like, yeah, like, you know, um, it's like masculine feminine the way the 70s were. Like, it's free. It's free to wear ugly things put together. You know, clothing is clothing. <laughs> It's ugly, but it's you're free. Well, <laughs> that's seventies. And and then what's hilarious is that the second thing he sends down is kind of like Laura. It's kind of a mashup of Laura's two looks because <laughs> it it's almost the camisole top from the second look stuck on the skirt. Wow. Uh, from the first look. Okay. Like okay. he also has somehow managed to find this print that is um, very similar to um, the one that Laura's got going on. Oh my goodness. Okay. So what we're seeing is not the seventies, but it is a collage. It is a patchwork of design that Joshua's collected from around the room. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. That's wow. That makes more sense. That helps yeah. me. Um, it makes more sense. Then we get Anya. Then we have Anya. Um, and so she's, her first outfit is the $11.50. Like she's really adamant about that 50 cents. It's eleven fifty. Mm-hmm. I feel like she should like lean into it being 11. Mm-hmm. All right. And then she has the second outfit. And I remember thinking, and I still think this. I think the jumpsuit doesn't fit well. There's something yeah. like too baggy about the bottom part. Mm-hmm. There's also something that's almost too uniform or graphically um, rep- 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 repetitious about the print. Mm-hmm. Um, where I kind of like the optical illusion of like, oh, is it a dress or are these pants? But there's also something about that print that it almost makes it too simple or too easy mm-hmm. to line up. But I really love the first outfit. Even though the top didn't fit that great. But I just thought I liked the pants. And I thought, again, like I feel like I love the way she styles her models. And mm-hmm. she styled this model the same way I think every time she has this model. And it works. Yeah. <laughs> it, it works. Yeah. Um, and then, then we have, we have Victor. Victor. And 
Yeah, I mean, this. I'm. I. I feel like the pants are a little bit of a misfire. Oh. Like a, like, well, it's a little bit weird because they're. It's like three patterns that are close, you know, that are close in tonality. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't. Like. But different fabrics, and it's doesn't quite hit exactly oh, right, right to yeah. me i didn't notice that you know it's not really a suit yeah i don't know even though it's sort of yeah the pinstripe is only in the pants yeah it's not in the jacket that's yeah. interesting yeah hmm. i mean probably a a money consideration right yes. when you think about it like how are you gonna get a full suit's worth of any one material I would have for under a hundred. I would have loved to have seen a well tailored culotte, mm -hmm. or something yeah. that's like, yeah, know, yeah, like a cropped um, with a boot or something. I don't know. That that's yeah. also something that that you could have done. But I didn't notice that. Yeah, because there's something a little off of with the proportion, um, and for me with this outfit, mm -hmm. like like I feel like the jacket is too short. Um, but, he, but he does have that tight at the top, loose at the bottom thing. Yes. Yeah. That is, that is very seventies. What do you think about the, the dress? It's very rapid. Um, yeah, it seems, it seems fine. I, um, I, I feel like it's a little too short for the period. Hmm. So, but that might be the version of like, make it up to date. Like it's going to refer to the seventies, but not be of the seventies. Yeah. So it's like, it's fine. It feels like that's not where the majority of Victor's energy was. Yeah. Yeah. That makes right? sense. Um, yeah. I do appreciate yeah. the consistency of the snakeskin. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's the end of the runway. Um, and then they call them all back on. And the only person who's safe is Kimberly because we're down to seven. Mm -hmm. So Kimberly is by herself in the waiting room while everyone gets grilled by the judges. But um, we have our high scores, which is Victor, Bert and Anya. And then our low scores, which is Laura, Joshua and Anthony Ryan. Um, mm -hmm. So we have Laura first and She's a low score, but she doesn't know it yet. She's obviously right. in low scores, but she's like, yeah, I'm just doing this um, while Nina is scowling at me because I'm opening my mouth and words are coming out. And anyway, so Nina is basically like the whole time just like hates this. Yeah. And they talk about the prince, how it just, just does not go together. Nina Garcia says that top looks like she's a prisoner. From the twenties, and she mitered the top with the cafeteria cutlery. Like, <laughs> what did you do? I don't know how you got to that. Like, it's mm -hmm. just—it is like just devastating. Um, and she's like, "Yeah." And the other piece, it just won't read anything. And everyone's just kind of like just taking down this outfit. I don't know if you had anything else to say about this. <laughs> no, but we do watch Laura sort of. Um, you know, shrivel under this, un, un, under this assault. Yeah. I mean, everybody's, everybody's out for her. There's a moment where Nina looks at 
Laura and goes, um, Laura, would you wear this? And Nina's face answers the question. But Laura doesn't answer with the correct response. She's like, yes, right. I, yes, I would wear this. And she's like, hmm, interesting. Well, interesting. because she would. Yes. Like, like that's no lie there. That's yes. like exactly it. Yes, of yeah. course I would wear it. This is basically like, I wear stuff like this all the time. Yeah, and I love it. And Nina's, Nina's like, like, please confirm th- for me. This is like this the is problem. <laughs> I mean, Michael, however, it like does pull out the heavy guns when he says oh oh that's right there is nothing in this that resembles fashion oh this is these are just clothes oh it's just terrible yeah it's that's it's like when michael tells you you've just made clothes that's a good time to pack up yeah you're not good at this (laughs) i mean you're not gonna win this competition Yes, I should say that. Don't give up. Don't give up. Keep going. Plenty of people need clothes. But not here. Yeah, Michael would be here. the first person to tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nothing, no shame in clothes. I mean, I'm wearing clothes right now. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But that's not on Project Runway. No. Uh-huh. So next we have Victor. And everyone is just harping about how much he's done in two days. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I can't believe it. Heidi is so impressed. Like, two great looks the suit though it's not sexy enough because he calls the 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 undergarment beneath the suit jacket a t-shirt mm-hmm. and so somehow like they take that off um and they're like oh she looks hot like that you know why'd you need that jacket right. that you spent like all day on <laughs> right <laughs> take away the most involved piece and then we would have thought it was would be great perfect um but they love the tailoring and are very impressed. Mm-hmm. And then on to Joshua. On to Joshua. And Joshua's spinning the tail. Yeah. Masculine versus feminine. Because you know, like that's yeah. all that the 70s was about. It's about like freedom and androgyny and masculine and femininity. You know, joy. The mm-hmm. 70s. Ugh. Right. And and Michael is like, okay, here's the deal. I'm going to treat you like I treat my trainer when he shows me his fashion sketches. <laughs> oh, my God. Because you and I both know how much time you spent in the gym and in front of the mirror. <laughs> I mean, it's man. Yeah. Heidi I, says it's one of the worst outfits she's seen in a long time. I, she says... It's um oh my gosh she's like how can how can you put all of these things into one outfit it's scary no and she does that <laughs> thing where I feel like her German accent gets like more German yes the meaner she gets and Olivia yeah. oh my god so Olivia who's and- a Piper Line guest judge is mm-hmm. like because listen to match leopard and then you have a tablecloth pair of pants there's just no consistency whatsoever you need to confine your ideas. On mm-hmm. to the second look. I would have spent, you know, a hundred more dollars to add a chiffon outside mm-hmm. to the skirt. So I would just enrich it a little bit. And I was like, they only had like $2 to make these outfits. Yeah. She's like, why don't you have like more chiffon for the skirt? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Joshua decides that now is the time 
to defend his artistic vision. Totally. I mean, because you can see him fortifying his mind as he's getting, like, taken down. He's just like, because I'll just say that um, I am a lot. This is what I do. And Mm -hmm. these are impeccably made. And it seems like you guys all, like, pure bullshit up here. There's pure bullshit on this runway right now. But mine is impeccably made. So even if it looks horrendous and ugly and terrible and and stupid to you, um, it's impeccably made. And yes, some of these pieces need work. And yes, some of these, like, you know, what are you even saying? It really (laughs) is that it's, it's that moment of like, he can't help himself. He starts arguing back and then he realizes that he has to kind of rein it in. Yes. Um, I do. I, I, I do love that um, that um, Nina says, like, out of everything that you could have picked at Mood, you picked this, and it's tragic. And and I get that, and in a way, Nina could be addressing, like, all of them, because this is not, like, they did not do well at Mood this, this time no, around. They did not. But also... It's like, yeah, Nina, like everything they have at Mood, you go in there with a half an hour. Yes. And only $100. Only $100. And see what you come out with. Exactly. And people following you around with cameras. Yeah. And, and, and yelling out the time. Yes. Every 10 seconds. Yeah. That is a fair point, Nalan. It's very fair. So, <laughs> you know, but I agree with her that he did end up with that. It is a tragedy. Horrendous. <laughs> because I, I watched this with captions, and when they captioned her saying, Horrendous, they split it into three words. <laughs> um, all right, on to Anya. And Anya is like, so the first look is trash. And my only description for it is that the change I got from Anthony Ryan is what made this dress. It's, so she's like totally mm-hmm. like downplaying her outfit. She's like, the first one's $11.50. Please don't look at that. Mm-hmm. But the second look is my real look. And I love jumpers now. And, and they're back in style. And it's just the easiest way to be in style and still be comfortable. But um, I actually like both pieces. But Michael Kors hates the color of the top on the $11.50 mm-hmm. outfit. But the back was what I was surprised at. Because the back to me... It's kind of billowy and it's very imperfect. They're like, I love the back. I love the work that you did back there. Mm-hmm. And he, and also like Nina loves the print. It looks expensive. She says it's spirited. She gets the vibe. She's like, mm-hmm. I understand. I get you. And uh, it will photograph beautifully. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. oh no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's where I was a little bit like, okay, the fix is kind of in here. Yeah, yeah. Because they, because, because even if they're not directing the judges mm-hmm. to like and who to pick and and how to score, mm-hmm. they definitely know that the judges love Anya and that she can't go home on this challenge. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So it's like God. give her I give her, you know, she was like close to the edge with the last one. Mhm. Um 
Uh, and also, can I just, I just like little flashback here. Uh huh. Um, I. There was a gratuitous use of the term of of the name Pocahontas. Oh yes, like yes. throughout, and the way that that's just kind of tossed out there. Yeah. Um, by like Michael and by like these by and, the other judges. And yeah, and yeah. it's like, do you, you know, do you mean indigenous? Do you mean like? you know native like no i think they mean the disney movie colors of the wind um right but that's the thing it's like again project runway is like sensual um you know social insensitivity yeah yeah we and we don't have to go that far back (laughs) because yeah even though this is you know 11 12 years ago um, mm-hmm. it's not it's not that long ago and especially in project runway history it's it's they're in it you know it's not yeah. like we're going to season one here yeah yeah um yeah but i mean yes so um, anyway then then we get on to anthony ryan anthony ryan and, and I guess he's the one who brings up like pot smoking and hanging out on the commune and like, what the fuck are you talking I mean, about? He loses everyone with that with he's like, oh, yeah, you know, 70s are all about like weed smoking. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. And then Nina gives this eye roll, which is like, I hate you. You're dead. To yeah. Me look. Yeah. Um, it's also might be the cover to this episode because. Yeah. It's just great. I'm, but... I'm sorry. These are neither Cheech nor Chong. <laughs> <laughs> no they're not and and maybe the feedback got thrown off because of him saying that we're like oh yeah okay granola hippy dippy um yeah but olivia like does another takedown she's like um were you smoking when you made this mm. where are the sleeves the patterns together makes no sense uh, why don't you do anything over like other than like what you already did? Like this is just really terrible. And you say it's an easy maxi dress, but I say it's a really ugly thing that requires like poles to drape it into an outside house for what commoners yeah. call camping. Because he was like, it's a tent. It's a tent. She's like, and I don't like to mm-hmm. think about tents because I do. I look like I camp. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, and and also those white panels on the shoulders don't do anybody any good oh my gosh they don't make any sense yeah you know like that's a detail that i did not pay attention to because i'm just like what why (laughs) yeah no because it's because you don't want to pay attention to it you want to go away from it and then we have bert we have bert who it's you know everyone's shocked i think that the judges really like this and the person who's probably the most shocked is laura but he says mm-hmm. he went for a Charlie Hack image for the first look. And for mm-hmm. the second look, he went for like a, like, like Candace Bergen as a muse. Ali McGraw. Ali McGraw. And actually, like, you can, you can really see that. Hmm. Like, like, that's not the Candace Bergen so much, but the yeah. Ali McGraw in the second look is like, yeah. Yeah. And I thought these were, like, really helpful. This is a helpful way of introducing your work especially with mm. this but um but they love it and especially the dress you know like this is nina garcia's wheelhouse something that's simple right. and refined and mm-hmm. so she's like i would buy that top 
from the from the first look, it's beautiful, simple, but there's a beauty and a simplicity. And then they, you know, they would wear the the second look. Um, and Michael Kors likes asymmetry because women like to show their shoulders. You know, mm-hmm. like they like that. And sitting right next to Heidi Klum, who's showing one shoulder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, but Heidi, but they all kind of called out the the hot pants. Like, why so short? Why? Right. <laughs> But I'm like, that's very 70s. Anyway. um, Yeah. yeah. And then that's it, right? Yep. Everybody goes backstage. Yeah. They, you know, Kimberly's back there by herself. All Mm. alone for who knows how many hours. So she's like, tell me, how did it go? And Joshua goes in and says, you know, I just missed the mark. The whole thing. But Mm. the thing is, I've never lived in the 70s before. You know, clothes are clothes, but decades are decades, all right? There's so much first-person experience that I just don't have because, again, I'm not being a hypocrite at all uh, by complaining, right. but I'm barely an 80s baby. Right. right? I'm, I'm, pulling, 80s. I'm pulling from my putt here. Look at me. And then, right. <laughs> and then Victor. Victor, our sees, patron saint of like, the elderly millennials. Yeah, his his temples throb, <laughs> and he sees an inverted pleat in front of him, and he's just like, "This is bullshit." Listen, like if you think you if you think you know what you're doing, you research some clothes. This is what fashion does. Yes, is it like mines the past? Yes, all the time. There yes. is not a this. It's like ludicrous to imagine that somebody would be in this business and not be doing that i mean what happened to you know clothes are clothes you can't use the excuse of not knowing how to do menswear so Mm -hmm. it's interesting and then like victor's like listen i was born in the 80s but that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that i can't look that up and open a fucking magazine exactly victor's like but listen we didn't read magazines like you did you know, not all of us had access to magazines like you did, Victor. Right. You're assuming that I was raised away. You were raised. But yeah. listen. You imagine that I know how to read. But what I think it's pretty clear that I you, don't. How are you assuming? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't see pictures. All right. Like, I yeah. can't see pictures previous to the day I was born. All right. Did you know that yeah. about me? Yeah. But, um, and so, but Kimberly kind of comes in and it's just like, listen, let me, can we calm down? It's not about that. It's basically being like, basically fundamentally aware of fashion history that's it yeah and yeah anyway but josh was like "Ugh, i'm 25 all right not 55 so i don't have the soul of a 55 year old like you do victor so i'm leaving i'm right. barging out of the of the waiting room right anyway yeah i have to go do some pull-ups <laughs> you know i have to get back into the 21st yeah. century and, like, and adjust my line my eyeliner yeah because i'm 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 like a a 21st century baby yeah so anyway the judges deliberate outside um they also misuse the term schizophrenia so many times you know just like just putting it out there it's like that used to be a thing <laughs> mm-hmm. um, very popular yeah very popular is, in the in the teens yeah until recently where like schizophrenia doesn't mean mismatch or confused or you know something yeah. that doesn't make sense to you it's not what it means but um they basically hate laura 
<laughs> Laura yeah. makes Nina Garcia gag. Like she doesn't even like saying her name. Um, but they love Anya and Heidi Klum goes, mm, I'm quite impressed with her. I have to say, because the more impressed she gets, the more British her, her tone mm-hmm. is like mm, quite. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, but yeah, I think they're like also enamored with Anya's resilience and her, mm-hmm. what would you call that? Like her, I would say like, um, her scrappiness. <laughs> I guess. Yes. Yeah. To like, Considering yeah. that she was working with like real scraps. Yes. <laughs> okay, that is a, that is a perfect word. Her scrap. Yeah. Um, so Nina is just like the girl is smart. She thinks quickly on her feet. She doesn't make me gag, and <laughs> she she just gets it. She has a problem, and she figures it out. She gets it done. She doesn't complain about it. And um, I'm just like, whoa, Nina is like gunning for Anya and gunning for Laura in vastly different mm-hmm. ways. So, um, so then anyway, so they bring everyone out and, uh, Nalen, who's the winner of this episode? Um, in a bizarre fake out, because we see a lot of shots of Victor smiling contentedly, Mm -hmm. Anya is the winner. Yes. Um, and... What else happens, Ernest? Well, besides Victor's eyebrows doing like little dances of like, mm-hmm. excuse me, um, Bert gets um, a, a special rec- a special recognition, and uh, Piper Lime is also going to manufacture his second dress. Yes, because both of these items look like they would be super cheap to make. Oh, totally. <laughs> so, so it's like. They, both of them, um, Bert, I think, deliberately, mm-hmm. and Anya, not so deliberately, no. understood the assignment Yes. of, like, what the Piper Lime customer is mm-hmm. and and what they can sell to her. Yep. Um, so they walk off. Uh, Victor gets a great job. Nothing manufactured. <laughs> <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Laura's in, but she gets a special note from Heidi. Mm-hmm. So um, she missed the mark and she needs to be careful. So it's yes. between Joshua and Anthony Ryan. Mm-hmm. And do you want to ask me who goes home? I do want to ask you who goes home. Hi. So, Ernest, who goes home? Aw, it's baby Anthony Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I rem- I I don't remember this, but I do remember. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I but I remember whenever Anthony Ryan went home, I was shocked. Right. But this time I'm not. Sh- I'm not so mm-hmm. shocked. Yeah. No. Now, like re- revisiting this, I'm not shocked either. Yeah. Not shocked. It is, however, the first dismissal where there where Tim is genuinely emotional about it. Mm-hmm. And talks about it with them and says, yeah. this is only going to get harder. Yeah. This is the first time that, that Tim has actually expressed regret. Yes. At, at the departure of one of the designers yeah. in this entire season. I, I, Everybody else has been like, I have bye. to send you up to, bye. I have to send you up to yeah, the yeah, workroom whatever. now. Yeah, bye. Yeah, bye. Bye guys. Yes. I am contractually obligated to send you to the workroom now. I mean, I I saw this and I thought, and I wrote in my notes, I'm like, this would have been an easy Tim Gunn save. 
if yes. if, the, if they existed. Um, if they existed, he yeah. would have. Yes. Yeah. Real easy. Uh, and there, everyone's crying, and I'm just like, I'm also going to miss Anthony Ryan. Like, I make fun of him, but I'm, you know, I'm going to miss him. Yeah. Well, he comes back, doesn't he? Does he? I don't. I don't. Oh, I, don't. I think he comes <gasps> back for All Star. Oh yeah, for All Stars. Yes, not for the season. I mean, yeah, for yeah. the season. Yeah, yeah. He comes back. He comes back in All Stars um, season. Yeah. Three. Um, but yes, but for now, it's like, oh, bye, Anthony. And that's that's that. Uh, any yeah. final thoughts on this, Nalens? Not really. I mean, again, it's kind of, it's all kind of middling. I'm not seeing clothes that I'm like in love with. No. Really kind of from anybody. No, not at all. I still don't feel like I'm like rooting for anyone. I've yeah. got like my issues with, with, you know, our, each of our remaining six designers. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, it's, it's a little... You know, ho hum. I feel all in all. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still optimistic. You know, I'm still mm-hmm. kind of looking forward. But also, I'm you know, I'm gonna I'm patting myself on the back. Sort of this, you know, I like I like seeing uh, developments or maybe things that I I had missed. And I really do feel like people are trying to do more prints because they notice that Anya's getting yes. real like acting. Getting a lot of praise. And they're doing yes. it terribly. So I'm looking forward to that. Because I don't remember <laughs> I don't remember the outfits. But I'm looking forward to like bad print uh combinations moving forward. So <laughs> Yeah. 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 Um Well Ernez, where can people find you? Well, yeah. You guys can find me at Ernez H E R N E A S E. Um, in various places and ernezdavis.com and of course you know on um, our Instagram and Facebook page for uh, the workroom podcast um, and I don't have anything really to share yet um, but Nalen what about you do you have anything to share and can you remind our visitors I mean oh my god our listeners to find you <laughs> I mean if if this was not enough for you, mm. if you're still hanging in there, um, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Nalen Blake. You can find me on Tumblr at Nalen Blake. Um, and you can find me on my website at um, NalenBlake.net. Yeah. And that is that. We will see you. I will. I will. Um, virtually see you all in another couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, and yeah, everyone just kind of, you know, take care of yourselves as we kind of get into fall. Um, you can get your boosters. Just saying. <laughs> Folks, let me just say that this bullshit about the oh. pan- pandemic being over. Yeah is lies and you know wiggery i don't know what even to say Mm -hmm. it's um i have had more folks in my life Mm. um come down with covid uh in the past um you know month and a half yeah 
yeah people that i people that i work with people who are you know it it is still a very real pandemic yeah yeah so so like, do everything you can to protect yourself and the people around you and the people who are around them yes. you know if you um, I know enough people who are immune compromised mm -hmm. that even though I have continued to test negative, I still wear a mask. Yes. Because I don't want to be the person who is responsible for their infection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So appointments are available. <laughs> you know, yeah. like where I'm calling from. Uh, or, you know, or, you know, I'm zooming in from in, in Rochester, like there are no lines, like appointments are open. Um, so take advantage of them. If, you know, if they're available near you, just uh, to stay safe. We love you. And we want you to stick around. Please do. Yes. Um, and so take care of yourselves and each other as best you can. And until next time, we'll both say goodbye. Bye. Bye.